Hello, 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 and welcome to Courageously Kind. I'm Maddie. And I'm Liz. We're twin sisters and best friends. Together, we share stories of especially kind humans doing especially kind things in hopes that these conversations motivate and inspire you to be kinder to yourself and others. When we're not speaking with an incredible guest, we'll speak directly from our hearts about what it means to us to be courageously kind. Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to 2023. We're here. We made it. We kind of did a little bit of like welcome to 2023 in our last episode, but this is going to be our first like just us episode. Because you will be, baby. (laughs) Me and Liz and you. So (laughs) here we are. Um, We are going to continue with this theme that we started last year. Last year. Isn't that crazy? It's going to take me a while to get used to that. Um, Last year, where we have longer form interviews that typically run about a half hour and then shorter form episodes around 10 to 15 minutes um, of just us kind of sharing our thoughts on a specific topic that came up in an interview. We really like this format. I think it offers you, our listeners, um, options if you want longer episodes. We have longer episodes. If you want shorter episodes, you have shorter episodes. If you're tired of hearing us talk, you can listen to somebody else talk. Exactly. In the interview. Exactly. If you miss us talking, you can listen to us talking. There you go. <laughs> so let us know what you think of this format, but we really like the back and forth. One week we do an interview, and the next week we do an episode of us diving into a topic that came up in the interview. So let us know what you think about that. Um, but yeah, we really like it, and we're going to stick with it for a few weeks, at least. Yeah, and today we're going to dive into talking about the kind effect and our conversation with Megan Snedden about her movement, The Kind Effect. If you haven't listened to that episode yet already, I definitely recommend checking it out. We had such a great time talking with Megan, and Megan has been such a wonderful, almost like mentor. Um, She actually has put us into contact with a couple other guests that we are going to be interviewing this season. So huge thank you to Megan um, for chatting with us and also just being a, a really awesome connection in the world of kindness and kind media. So super big thanks to Megan. But a topic came up that Liz and I have actually wanted to talk about this for a little while. Mm-hmm. We read about this in a book. Um, the book is called Deep Kindness by Houston Craft. He kind of um, mentions this topic um, and we wanted to talk about it for a while, but we weren't quite sure how to dive into it when to dive into it, but we thought, what a perfect time to bring it up with Megan, because she had talked about it as well. And yeah, we're going to dive into it a little bit today. We're going to talk about this concept called confetti kindness. Mm-hmm. I'm sure by now we've all seen the Facebook post or heard the quote, spread kindness like confetti. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that this concept started as, with good intentions. Absolutely. Um, I think it came from the mindset of let's just, you know, spread kindness everywhere all the time. And that's great in theory. Yeah, it is. And, like, I I think we want to kind of preface, like, that would be amazing, right? Mm -hmm. If we all could always be endless supplies of kindness and love for everybody, every time, everywhere, that sort of thing. But we have to, to realize that we're people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We 
are humans, and that, unfortunately, is not always possible. Yeah, you know, kindness is very different than colored tissue paper. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like when we talk about just kind of throwing kindness everywhere, it almost takes away some of the intentionality and the meaning in every act of kindness, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I feel like the phrase throwing it around kind of, I don't know. I I don't know how how I feel about that phrase. And it also kind of treats kindness as like this endless supply that we all have all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's healthy either. Exactly. No, we're not mental professionals. We're not like, who am I to say what's healthy, what's not healthy, Mm -hmm. but... I think we would treat it as this kind of bottomless supply mm-hmm. that we can give 24-7 all the time. I think that does more harm than good. Absolutely. It goes back to that saying of, like, you can't pour from an empty cup. You know what I mean? If we're constantly giving, 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 and we're not giving back to ourselves as well, then we can run ourselves empty. And who do we serve by, you know, being empty? Absolutely. You know, I think we talk about that kindness cup a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's true. When that cup is empty, first we need to show kindness to ourselves to fill that cup up. Mm-hmm. But also we can't give to other people. When we give extreme amounts of time or energy or attention, it can lead to burnout or emotional depletion or just feeling completely empty. And then you can't give anything to anyone. Absolutely. Megan, I think, said it really well in our interview last week. She said, and I'm paraphrasing here, but something along the lines of, like, when we, like, overexert ourselves and give too much of ourselves, then sometimes we can end up resenting the people that we gave Mm. so much of ourselves to. Mm -hmm. And she said, you know, it's not their fault. Why am I getting mad at them when Mm -hmm. I'm the one that was maybe irresponsible with how I gave my kindness and my energy um and i think that was a really really important point to make that we don't talk about often enough mm-hmm. yeah because you know our our feelings are ever changing mm-hmm. and sometimes it's hard you know we think we're doing the right thing by giving a hundred percent of ourselves and then like you said we end up mad mm-hmm. or we feel empty or we feel sad or we feel all these negative emotions that weren't supposed to come from it. Yeah, yeah. I think something, obviously what we're getting at here is that it's healthy to set boundaries, Mm -hmm. right? And a hard truth, I think, to recognize is that, like, other people don't necessarily, can't necessarily tell what our boundaries are. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Boundaries are something that are personal and private. Mm -hmm. And something... You know, someone might not even realize that they may be overstepping a boundary or asking for more than you can give. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of is our responsibility to listen to ourselves and say, what can I do in this situation? What can I give and what can't I give? Mm-hmm. How much is too much? Kind of when to say when sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think boundaries how hand in hand with honesty Mm. being super honest Mm -hmm. and saying 
I can't give 100% of my attention or my time or my energy to this certain situation. Mm-hmm. And it can be hard, but maybe vocalizing that to the other person, mm-hmm. being very transparent and honest, mm-hmm. in some situations, that's the best way to go. Absolutely. I think it, it's totally acceptable, in my opinion, to say to someone, like, this is what I have the capacity for today. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have more capacity than others. Sometimes mm-hmm. we are in a good headspace and we can, you know, give 99% of our time and attention and energy to to people, to others. Sometimes we can't, depending on what's going on in our lives. Um, but it's our responsibility to recognize that and to then communicate that to others. And that's hard. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. of course, you want to show up and you want to be there for your friends and your family and people you care about. But sometimes it's not always healthy for us mm-hmm. to give that 100%. Mm-hmm. And it's so scary as a people pleaser. I'm a people pleaser <laughs> myself. Yeah. It's so scary to say no Yeah. to something. Yeah. It's terrifying. But just know that sometimes... When you say no to something, you're actually saying yes to yourself. Ooh, hard truth. (laughs) And sometimes putting yourself first is not selfish. Absolutely. Because sometimes you need to put yourself first and take care of your needs so that you can be selfless. Yeah. You know? So that you don't have to worry about yourself Mm. and your needs. So those needs are already filled and met. Mm -hmm. We can then help others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So setting boundaries can be hard. It's not always something that's easy. It's not always something that comes naturally, but I I promise it's so worth it. It is so, so worth it. And if someone, if you have been able to be honest and communicate your boundaries and say like, this is what I can give. I, you know, I can't meet this expectation or whatever. And someone kind of disregards that, might be a red flag. It might be a red flag. They might be hurting and in pain and can't, don't have the capacity to be able to recognize mm-hmm. your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, but protecting yourself and your boundaries is so incredibly important. Absolutely. So, what we're getting at here is <laughs> throw kindness around like confetti. It's a great phrase, it's well intentioned. Mm-hmm. But it disregards, number one, boundaries. Kindness is not something that we can always give freely at Mm -hmm. all times to everyone Mm -hmm. at 100%. And it kind of almost disregards some significance and importance and weight of kindness. Mm -hmm. Liz came up with a really great analogy um, to maybe counteract this phrase that I love that I feel like makes a lot of sense. Well, I love a good metaphor, (laughs) as cheesy as it might be. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was a metaphor, not an analogy. Rhetorical devices, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I think we should think about kindness. Instead of throwing it around like Betty, I think we should think of it maybe as like a bouquet of flowers. I know that's really girly and cheesy. But if we think about kindness as a handful of flowers, and we intentionally pick one flower and hand it to someone else, I think it's so much more special. Than throwing a handful than of just tissue paper at them? <laughs> and walking away. Yeah. When you look somebody in the eyes and hand them kindness and say, this is just for you. I'm giving this to you. 
I'm seeing you, I'm recognizing you. Here you go. I don't want anything in return. I think that's, that might be a better way to look at kindness as a whole. And to take it one step further, like those flowers need to be watered and mm-hmm. nurtured and cared for. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not something that we kind of throw on the ground. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and kindness, it can be simple. It can be easy. Absolutely. It can be. Yeah. I think that's what the phrase is getting at is like mm-hmm. throwing, kind, throwing confetti is easy and simple and anyone can do it. And that is true about kindness. It mm-hmm. is. But there is a deeper element and aspect to it that I think that phrase ignores. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Now, it is a great phrase. Megan mentioned, like, the t-shirts and the green cars are really cute. Hey. It's cute, it's cute. But. But. Might not be the most applicable way to look at it. Yeah. And, and maybe we need to be looking at it more critically. Yeah. Then we are. So, hope you enjoyed this little rambling about confetti <laughs> and kindness. Just just to set the record straight, we do like confetti. We are not confetti haters. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't even want to diss on the phrase that much because no, it is well-intentioned. Nothing, yeah. um, but I think there's a deeper conversation that can be had yeah. surrounding kindness. Um, yeah, that is deeper than just pieces of tissue paper. Yeah. So... We hope you enjoyed. Let us know what you think about this episode. You can leave us a comment on social media or send us an email at courageouslykindpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, take good care. We'll see you back here real soon. (laughs) Bye. We'd like to give a huge thank you to Anna Waltz Landscape Contracting for their support of Courageously Kind. Anna Waltz is a family-owned landscape contracting company in Berks County that has served Pennsylvania for over 35 years. If you're ready to get your landscaping project started, visit AnnaWaltzLandscape.com or call 610-916-7070. Anna Waltz Landscape Contracting, beautifying Pennsylvania one yard at a time. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, feel free to share it with your friends, your family, or anyone you think might like it too. And if you want to support the show, leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really does help. Or check out our merch store at courageouslykind.org. Take good care, and we'll see you back here real soon.